Okay, so today's story is from the Monster Stories book. These are classic stories to treasure. And it's a monster book. It is. And we are in the fourth and final section of the book, which is called the Weird and Wonderful Beasts section. And we're reading the third... (laughs) We're reading the third story, which is called The Sphinx. And... It is written, well, there's an anonymous, it's, we don't know who wrote it. It's such an old story. And the Sphinx is a very interesting, a very interesting character. So we'll talk about um, the Sphinx later, but let's start reading it. And it's read today by Mommy and Philip. No, we've been, we've been, we've been playing pretend all day today. And should I tell them what my what my pretend character is and what your pretend character is. Okay, well... Okay. Well, if any of our friends have ever watched the Lego Ninjago series, we've been we've been playing that we are Harumi and Lloyd. Right? Right. Okay. So let's read our story by Harumi and Lloyd. Ready? Here we go. Many, many years ago, there was a terrible monster that haunted the land of Egypt. It was called the Sphinx, and it caused terror to the lands around the city of Thebes. The Sphinx had the body of a strong, powerful lion with sharp claws covered in dried blood. Yuck. Its head was that of a woman, not a gentle, smiling woman, but a terrible, cruel-faced woman. She lurked on the road into the town of Thebes, and all travelers had to pass her to continue along the road. For one side, there was a high cliff that no one could climb, and on the other was a terrible precipice that fell down, down, down to a rocky river far below. Do you know what a precipice is? Well, it's not the first time we've seen that word. We've seen that word before in this book. It's like a, 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 a steep drop, um, like into a canyon or... Um, into something where you might not survive the fall. Okay. Every time a traveler passed the Sphinx, she caught them and told them that she would only let them go if they could answer her question. What animal is it that goes on four feet in the morning? Two feet at noon, and on three legs in the evening. The Sphinx would ask, and her lips would curve in a smile. No one could answer the question, and so she would throw them over the precipice. That There wasn't anyone that could defeat her because no one could guess the riddle. One day, the Greek Oedipus came traveling towards the city of Thebes. The Sphinx crouched face to face with him 
and spoke the riddle that none had been able to guess. What animal is it that in the morning goes on four feet? At noon goes on two feet and in the evening on three legs. Oedipus, hiding his dread of the terrible creature, sat on the sand and thought carefully. Then he answered, Man, in childhood he crawls on hands and knees. As a grown-up, he walks upright on two legs. But in old age, he needs a stick to help him. So let's see if he's on all, if he's crawling, he's got four things moving along, right? His, both of his knees and his hands. And if he's just plain walking, he's just using both of his feet. And then if he's got, if he, when he's old, he needs a stick. So that would be the other thing that he needs, the three, to move about. Oh, Oedipus was very clever, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this reply, the Sphinx uttered a cry, sprang from the rock into the valley below, and died where she had thrown so many people before her. Oedipus had guessed the answer correctly. When Oedipus came to the city and told the people of Thebes that the Sphinx was gone, they greeted him as their rescuer. They took Oedipus to the best house in the town and begged him to stay while they washed his feet and combed his hair. Then they brought a feast of cheese, tender young lamb, grapes, bread and honey with tall jugs of red wine. They invited Oedipus to rest eat, and drink while they sang songs in his praise. The evil monster would trouble them no more, and they could walk their roads in peace at last. And that is the end of the story of the Sphinx. But you know, um, this is all, of course, mythology, meaning this actually did not happen. But... If you get online and you Google Egypt, the Sphinx, and Sphinx is spelled S-P-H-I-N-X, you will actually get to see one because they have them in Egypt, but they're big statue things. They're, they're not actual animals with people's faces. No, no. But you can, we, we can look it up. What do you say? Is there a TV show of it? No, because this was a story from way before there were TVs. There was a time when there was not TV. And that's the end of the story. Can you say the end? The end.